Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, a program brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee, a servant of the Lord for over seven decades on five continents, culminated his ministry with a 21-year, book-by-book exposition of the entire Bible, which he called a life study. This life study is the basis of our program today, which includes short portions of the spoken messages given by Witness Lee. Now, let's join today's life study. Every detail of the Bible is under the sovereign arrangement of God. Not only the words themselves have God as their source, but even the arrangement of the Bible is significant. Romans, for example, gives us a full and complete sketch of both the Christian life and the church life. Then, immediately following Romans, we have 1 Corinthians, where we have an illustration of the same church life and Christian life. What Romans reveals, 1 Corinthians illustrates. Ron Kangas is here as we begin our life study of 1 Corinthians, a book that on the surface seems to be mainly focused on the problems of this first-century Gentile church in the city of Corinth. But actually, I think we'll come to appreciate there is a very positive message in this book that is critical in God's economy, isn't there, Ron? Positive, critical, wonderful, supplying, enlightening, revealing. These are some of the ways we can describe what is in 1 Corinthians especially as the book is opened up by the Lord's ministry and presented in the light of God's economy. Once again, as we come to another book in the life study, mm-hmm. we're reminded that we are, in fact, involved in a life study. The study part indicates that all the messages, all the fellowship are based on protracted study of the Scriptures right. over Right. Years, even decades. Mm-hmm. The life part indicates we are studying with a view to the experience of Christ as life or the building up of the body of Christ as revealed in a particular book. Because that's the central thought of the Bible, that based upon the redemption that we have in Christ, we may experience the all-inclusive Christ as our life and life supply for the building up of the body. That's the message of the Bible. That's the message of 1 Corinthians. That's the message of the life study of 1 Corinthians. And I'm very happy to be participating in the fellowship on the first message on this. We really look to the Lord with a sense of newness and anticipation for his fresh speaking and anointing and blessing and the conveying of his word to whomever in the audience may be classified as a hungry and thirsty Christian, a seeker of the Lord, someone desiring more substance in the Christian life, and wanting to know the Bible not only in letter, but in spirit and in life. This ministry is for you. Mm. I, uh, in the recent days, returned from a trip over uh, the Atlantic to uh, spend a day with a number of our radio listeners in in the United Kingdom, in London particularly. You've been on that trip once before. Once again, we were there before hundreds of uh, eager, open, hungry, anticipating uh, listeners who had come and paid a price to join us in London. And, Ron, we were reviewing the recently completed life study of... uh, Joshua, Judges, and Ruth that we finished just a few weeks ago, and they're just getting into that portion over there. And as we were presenting just some highlights and some nuggets 
oh, we were impressed that this really is a life study. And uh, they were just delighted once again to see we had video of Witness Lee and to be discussing these points and being able to fellowship on the riches that we had in that portion of the Old Testament that is often read through in somewhat of a hurried way to get on to the more so-called juicy portions. And here we have a New Testament book that a lot of people kind of breeze through because there were many problems in Corinth. And Paul is uh, going to be very frank in his uh, dealing with them. But the intrinsic life portion of this life study, once again, I think will be very fresh, and I'm looking forward to it as well. Why don't we join Witness Lee with our first portion from this life study of 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians is a book right after the first epistle in the New Testament. The uh, arrangement of the books of the Bible was really something sovereign of the Lord. The Bible doesn't put Revelation as the first book and Genesis as the last book, right? Now, in the New Testament, you have, firstly, the four Gospels. Give us a full record of the Lord Jesus, including how he accomplished redemption through his crucifixion and resurrection. Then you have the following book. That is the Acts. You have the Lord's move in the heavenlies and in the resurrection. Not only the Acts of the apostles and disciples, but also the Acts of the resurrected and ascended Christ. Then after the Acts, you have the first epistle of the New Testament. And this book of Romans gives us a full and complete sketch of both the Christian life and the church life. Then, right after this full sketch, the Bible gives us an illustration, not only of the Christian life, but also of the church life and of the body life. All these three kinds of lives are fully illustrated in this one book, in 1 Corinthians. Sorry to say this, not many Christian teachers do realize that 1 Corinthians is an illustration. They say that this book solves the church problems. Probably mainly 10 big problems were solved in this book. But forget about that. I beg you to forget about the problems of the church. This book doesn't stress the problems of the church. Neither speaking tongues, healing, miraculous things. No, no, no. This book gives us an illustration of our Christian life and our church life and our body life. Okay, Ron, we've opened up here by saying that uh, comparatively, we could say Romans gives us a sketch of the church life and the Christian life. 1 Corinthians not just a book dealing with problems, but an illustration. Compare these two books for a minute, if you would. 
In a very real sense, uh, Romans presents a concise summary of the truth based on the divine revelation Mm -hmm. of the Christian life and the church life. Essentially, what you have in Romans is not a depiction of the actual church life in detail, but an unveiling of the basic revelation concerning Christian life and the church life as the expression of the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians, in our understanding, and based upon much study and experience, we would present as an illustration of the typical Christian life, church life, and body life. It's much more enlightening and uplifting to consider 1 Corinthians in this way than to think of problems. It's a book of problems. Yeah, right. Let's get into the problems, and let's see how Paul addresses the problems. It is much better, I would suggest, to see that these problems are part of the fabric of this illustration of the typical Christian life, church life, and body life. So we want to go way beyond the problems to see what is revealed in 1 Corinthians concerning the typical Christian life, church life, and body life, which has problems, but not only problems. Mm -hmm. There's also much more on the divine side concerning the all-inclusive Christ as everything to us and the crucified Christ as God's solution to all of the problems that are found in the typical, not normal, but typical Christian life, church life, and body life. It's precious just to have this introductory view. Yeah. It's precious. Right. It gives us a fresh perspective to see this book and to enter into the divine thought embodied in it. Well, the book begins positively. Witness Lee referred to the fact that uh, many Bible teachers would identify 10. I think in his life study, he will actually uh, eventually bring out 12 basic problems. But 10 or 12, the point is, our focus is not on these problems per se. But uh, as I said, the book opens up positively, and then the first problem really emerges in verse 10, and that is this matter of division. Paul says, Now I beseech you, brothers, through the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you but that you be attuned in the same mind and in the same opinion. And yet division is just a problem that just seems to plague us at every point in our Christian life, our church life, our family life, our married life, our work life, uh, opinion, division, schism. These things are very prevalent among God's people, and Paul addresses it. But let's join Witness Lee as he comes back to this, and not so much to solve this problem, but at least to re-illustrate that this book is an illustration, as you said, of the typical Christian life and church life. This book gives us an illustration what is a Christian life and what is a church life and what is a body life. Some of you may argue, how could you say First Corinthians gives us an illustration of Christian life? Do you mean that we have to follow the church in Corinth to have that kind of church life? Do you mean that we have to have a body life like that in Corinth? I say, yes. Then you would say, that's too poor. The Christian life there was poor. The church life there was poor. And the body life there was also poor. 
But whether they are poor or they are not poor, that is secondary. But I must tell you, in a very strong negative sense, this is normal. <laughs> this is normal. Normal speaking, the Christian life is just like this. Normal speaking, the church life is just like this. It is the divine wisdom to select a church that can be the full illustration of all the churches. What are the problems? The first problem is the problem of division. Is there a church that doesn't have division? The divisions were there. What kind of divisions were those? Those were just like, I am of Sivas. I am of What is this? This is division. Even between you and your wife, there is a division. Am I right? You meet together, you have the whole table together, and you participate in the same one loaf, yet their sister who is a wife. Are you really one with your husband? We are exactly the same as the church in Corinth. This is a book of illustration. It is not a book of uh, solving problems. It's not a book just in dealing with the abusing of gifts. No, no, no. It is a book of illustration in full of these three categories. Firstly, Christian life. Secondly, the church life. And thirdly, the body life. Uh, I'm impressed that the first of these uh, problems that Paul brings out here is this matter of division. You know, Ron, as believers, we may have ourselves fooled or others fooled on a lot of uh, different fronts. Maybe our behavior is quite outstanding and quite upright, and, and we don't steal, and maybe people think we don't have a problem with lying. But this matter of division, at least inwardly, probably exposes all of us, doesn't it? Yes, that's part of my response. Another part of my response is... I wish it did. I wish we had more feeling about it. We, I'm saying we in a kind of inclusive way. Uh-huh. I think if many preachers or teachers or theologians were to classify the problems in the order of seriousness that are found in 1 Corinthians, they wouldn't put division first. They might put the occasion mentioned in chapter 5 first, or mm-hmm. brothers going to suing brothers, going to court first. But Paul addresses division first. This should wake us up, because it's altogether possible that Christians have been inured, that is, accustomed to, grown used to, the divisive situation to such an extent that they virtually give up on it and then say, well, when we get to heaven, we will drop our denominational labels and all of our designations. So on the one hand, I agree with you that something in us responds to this word of Paul, but I would also say, to reaffirm my comment at the beginning of this segment of my fellowship, that we need to be sensitized to this. We need to be aroused. We need to have God's feeling about this. We need to open to Paul's spirit and have his feeling about this 
it was intolerable for him that there would be sects and parties in a local church. We're talking about one church, which equaled the one city. Right. I mean, it's just an obvious fact. It hardly needs comment. The history of Christianity is largely a history of division. And we need to be touched by the burden in Paul's spirit concerning division. He is so strong, eventually he asks, is Christ divided? Yeah, right. For the church to be divided, for Paul, was an impossibility. If this single point of the divisive situation would touch the Lord-seeking people, I believe the Lord would be able to take a great step in carrying out his economy in his recovery today. Uh, You mentioned a couple of things. Of course, in in this book, Paul eventually touches a very gross immorality that was part of the problem in Corinth. And yet even against that backdrop, he comes, as you said, right at the beginning, he comes to this one first, which must indicate that in priority, this is what he is really trying to uh, jar us into having brought to our attention, isn't he? This is the case. This shows, as serious as the other problems were and are, God ranks division as among the most serious, Mm. if not the most serious, when it comes to the practical Christian life and church life. Well, as the first program, uh, typically this one is broad and somewhat sweeping in an overview sense, and I think it's important that this final segment of the first program touches on a very key matter, and that is for all of the problems, we have to focus our attention on 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 2. For I did not determine to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and this one crucified. Significant verse. Let's join Witness Lee once again. This book illustrates what is the practical, the actual Christian life, church life, and my life. Maybe this illustration is very negative, no doubt. Yet, it's practical. It's actual because the real situation is negative. No need to say that today our situation is negative. Even at Paul's time, the situation was negative. Of course, this is not an illustration of the New Jerusalem. This is the illustration in the church age. Hallelujah. We are in this age. So this is our illustration. Have you really seen this? What is First Corinthians? It's an illustration of you, of your local church, and of your body life. If you would see this, you will see this book doesn't stress anything but Christ. Paul gave us a strong and clear word. He told us, he said, the first time I came to you, I came with a determination that I knew nothing but what? Christ. And Christ crucified. I knew nothing but Christ. Not only Christ. Not actually the resurrected Christ. Not the ascended Christ. Not the Christ that can give all kinds of gifts. But the crucified Christ. The Christ who was put to death. A crime that has been executed, crucified. This was his stress. Not Christ firstly as the life-giving spirit in resurrection, but firstly crucified. 
If we would see this, now we are fully prepared to get into this book. Ron, as a quick summary uh, of this, not just this first message, but of the book, of all the aspects we see of Christ in this book, in the programs to come, resurrected, ascended, giving gifts, the life-giving one, why does Paul bring our attention, first of all, foremost, to the crucified one? Because in God's economy, God has one person, Christ, and one way, the cross. The cross is God's unique and only way to solve all problems, even in the whole universe. God solves problems not by negotiation, not by arbitration, but by crucifixion. And Paul was thoroughly experienced in this. He knew Christ as the center of God's economy, the person in God's economy, and he knew the cross of Christ as the way to carry out God's economy. We do not deny the fact that in this book of illustration, there are numerous problems. But Paul's way, which was God's way wrought into him Mm -hmm. to solve these problems, was to speak the word of the cross and to minister Christ crucified. And he determined to be among them in such a way that he knew only Christ and this one crucified. In particular, we need to see that the crucified Christ was and is the answer to all problems in the Christian life, the church life, and in the body life. And we need to allow the Spirit of Christ to minister the crucified Christ to us in the midst of our problems, and the problems will be solved by termination. Hmm. In particular, our problems are solved when we are put to the cross, because at root, we are the problem. But the point here, worthy of strong emphasis, is that Christ is the unique person. The cross is the unique way. When we have Christ with the cross, that is, Christ crucified, We have the power of God in God's economy applied to all problems in the Christian life, church life, and the body life. This way and this way alone works. It's effective. It's prevailing. What we have in 1 Corinthians is the word of the cross, Christ crucified, applied to us in a practical way in our Christian life and church life so that the problems can be solved and that Christ can be everything to us as life for the building up of the body of Christ. This is God's economy. This is the focal point of the Bible. This is the message in 1 Corinthians. And this is the burden in this life study. Wonderful beginning, a a start that I think gives us all an appetite for what what is to follow in the days ahead as we get into this book in the way of life study, not focusing just on these big problems, but really focusing on the center of God's economy as it is brought out in this rich portion, expounding and expanding on this word in 1 Corinthians. I think it would be good for our listeners who'd like to follow along in the way of uh, 
thorough study as we go through these programs that they would contact us right away about getting the printed volumes before we get too far into the life study. We have a three-volume set of 1 Corinthians, and if you'd like to find out about receiving that, call us toll-free, 1-888-LIFE-STUDY, 888-543-3788. We would love to hear from you, and we'd like to get these materials in your hands right away. And we'll be back the rest of this week as we launch our life study on 1 Corinthians. Join us for as many programs as you can. For Ron Kingus today, I'm Chris Wild. Thank you very much for listening. Throughout the centuries, the Lord has recovered many truths concerning His purpose and plan for humanity. The recovery version of the New Testament by Living Stream Ministry presents these crucial truths in a format that is easy to understand and study. This faithful translation of the original Greek text includes outlines of each book of the New Testament, over 9,000 footnotes, more than 13,000 cross-references, charts of important truths, and color maps. The New Testament recovery version from Living Stream Ministry is available at Christian bookstores everywhere.